trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 556, and I'm Adam, and can I have your autograph? And here's Ben Shoveler. I can't remember what my Skype login is. Uh, Robert Haynes. Well, I haven't slept, have I? Probably not, no. Mary Lang. I bet you excrete some sort of gas that makes people love you. I do indeed. <laughs> Kirby Bartlett Sloan. Yappy the robot dog. Not as much fun as I remember. <laughs> And was that, was that what, what the thought? hell is going on in the background? No. Are you decorated? I don't like it. Oh, that's, that's right. Oh, yes. But master, master, that, yes. that reminds me. I need to apologize for something I said. For, uh, what, for dumping ago. Debbie off the call? <laughs> it's a bit late. I, I need to Better late than never, Kirby. I've been waiting yeah, for this. Something 12 <laughs> years ago. Uh, I We did reference that line. Oh, mm-hmm. you've decorated. I don't like it. And... I said it was first said in the five doctors. That is incorrect. It was the yes. three doctors. It was the three doctors, and it's um, taken you 12, 12 years, Kirby. And, and, <laughs> 12 years I've been waiting for this. And, and thank you. All right, that my work here is done. I can now leave a happy man. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I was I was insistent that it was the five doctors. That's I know you I were. I remember arguing with you for, for, for possibly years. That's why I've held this animosity no, for such a long time. Me. You agreed with me that it was from the five doctors. I disagree. <laughs> is, is this a five-minute argument or the full set? Oh, this is the absolute... Well, it depends what you pay for, actually. <laughs> um, and Debbie Melrose. Well, she's not here, is she? No, that was a pointless introduction. Why couldn't you get her on? Because she remembered that 13 years ago you said that it was from the five doctors. 12 years but ago. She, uh, oh, now you're just being... <laughs> just get on with the darn podcast. I don't know how to add her. I've lost the plot with horrible Skype. I think they ought to be very ashamed of themselves. Well, does she know that she's... That we're waiting on her? Or? Is she able to... She joined the call, didn't she? Tell her to join the call. Yeah. Somebody, I've got stuff to do. I'm trying to do podcasting here. Uh, tell her, somebody tell her very kindly to join the call if she can. And Maybe then I'll do another join introduction. The call. She has already tried. <laughs> I don't know if she heard. But tell her to sort a computer out. Did you tell her to sort a computer out? Sort your computer out, computer. What? She didn't use a computer? No. She didn't? She was told to get a new computer. Oh, you told her that, did you? Yeah. Okay. So on the live, you could hear us. Thank though. you, Robert. Yes, on the live feed, I do apologise to everybody who suffered the live feed <laughs> up to this point. All how many minutes? Twenty-five minutes of us trying to get Skype sorted out. You don't know what you're doing. Lillian Robin says, I'm back. It's trouble. Well, it's last year you said that, Lillian. And Terry Mal says, hi, Lillian. Great to see you back. Hang on. Did she, did she have a live feed going and I missed it? What? Oh, and then she says, 
What's the delay? Oh, for God. Would you like me to go over that bit again, Lillian? What the delay was? <laughs> Terry Marl says, oh. I think it's a fing- finger trouble. I was just talking about my fat fingers because, you know, that, if you've noticed, when you, if, you have, if anybody's got fat fingers, they try operating a mobile phone, oh, you know, yeah. smartphone I display. I use a stylus. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Well, don't, doesn't it get scratched and you can't play any more records? Hang on, where's my do-do? Not that. No, I wouldn't use that. And I don't if think... anyone if anyone laughed at that, they should be ashamed. Well, I think Robert did. Um, <laughs> well, Robert. <laughs> Terry Marl says, "Shh." Lillian Robin did a laughy, smiley face, and then fascinating podcast. Look, Lillian, sarcasm is supposed to be the lowest form of wit, right? Used in its correct form, it is the <laughs> highest form of wit. Sadly, that wasn't it. And then, best podcast ever, Lillian. <laughs> And then Mary says, Adam hit the join call button. I did. <laughs> and then Alan T. Butcher says, cyber technology is defeating you. Resistance is useless. And then that says two new comments. Ooh, this is interesting. Oh, it still goes on. This is more better than the show Adam, Have you ever been called resistance before? And then, Lillian Robin, this is the best podcast ever with an H on the end. By the way, Lillian, if, if, if Kirby sees you spelling the word ever with an H on the end of it, you're going to find yourself oh. getting told something. Um, it's fine. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's fine, it's, is it? Oh, out. right, OK. Oh, oh, ben Shoveler, we're actually doing a pre-podcast podcast, recording it, recording it too. So you're recording it twice. That's very clever. And right, Alan T. Butcher. I it over to you and you can put it on at the can beginning I? of the podcast. <laughs> and that way everyone can hear what oh, we were God. discussing. Lillian Robin, get on with it. Alan T. I was getting on with it. Right, that's it. Where's my punishment device? Aha. Right then, Lillian. This has never been seen before on the podcast. This oh, is God. my punishment device. Oh, Just God. beware. Um, Allergy Butcher, the start of the show is so late, even I had to put my feedback in already. Oh, well, I suppose it did have its uh, benefits. Ian Kirk, new listeners should be told, this is the kind of chaos we had in the old days with Alicia, when Alicia was on the show. That was before Skype was invented. Uh, Lillian Robin, it's hilarious. What's bloody hilarious? It's only in hilarious when it's meant to be. Brandon Moore, hurry up, chaps, it's nearly closing time. Very good, Arab Brown. Now, that uh-huh. is definitely worth a ding. Trouble is, my bell's buried under a load of battery. Hang on. Oh, there we go. So, there we go. That's, uh, that, we caught up with that side of things, and hopefully it'll mean we can actually get through closing time quickly. Closing <laughs> time. Yeah, sure. And then Lillian decides to get kinky and goes, ooh, punishment. I presume that's how she was supposed to say it. <laughs> I th- I but but the problem is, Adam, because it's over text, you don't know that's how it was. It might have been... Hang on, let's see what the emoji she's put with it. Hang on. The emoji is a winky, smiley face. Sorry, you broke up there. A what smiley face? <laughs> <laughs> right, only closing time with James Blimmin Corden. Is that what they call it now? Is it when, when something James Corden is on it? Is it something something with James Corden? Isn't it? I think that's what the, the new rules. So, closing time with James Corden begins... With a panning shot up for a Cardiff street and a shot of the fake... Um, so, doesn't that sound master, like a... Uh, master, 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 have you ever been in this particular department store in Cardiff? The House of Fraser? 
No, that's no. a woman's shop, Kirby. I don't go in women's no, shops. It's, oh, no, it's, it's, it's a department got, store. It's a department store. Mm. It's got everything. It may well have. Yeah. I hadn't been in there. I was only interested in going in HMV and, and um, Virgin when I was in um, Skiving in uh, South Hampton in Cardiff. So that's the only places I really used to go. I never used to go in places like that. Uh, right. We're, oh, yeah. And places like Top Rank and stuff to watch XTC. So you broke up again, mate. You said Top what? <laughs> anyway, a real, a real department store. Yeah. Rose is packing up for the end of the day, just gathering everybody's lottery tickets. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I do apologize. Um, oh, yeah, and all the lights go off, and someone's going to go downstairs and see some autons. Sorry, no, that's not <clears throat> Meanwhile, Craig's uh, being left at home with, uh, with Andy Nunny's baby. Uh, I'm just getting a bit well, confusing. We don't know that yet. We're not introduced to Stormageddon until... Uh, I'm just telling you what's happening to make this a bit quicker. Um, yeah, so Craig is... Uh, what? Craig, that's... Quicker? Uh, quicker, yes. So Craig is being left by his only appearing in this episode twice wife uh, with um, Andy Nunny's baby, uh, which is probably why that it takes a bit of time for him to bond with it, to be fair, because I thought... Andy and Dawn were there, that the, the bonding process probably would have been a bit quicker. And what they're doing with Andy Nunny's baby in this episode is always also worth questioning. Andy's However, feedback is going to be interesting, I'm sure. Yeah. That'll make a change. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, coming from you, Adam. Yeah, How dare you! Glass houses, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Craig is finding it difficult coping with the baby, and the doorbell goes, and it's the doctor saying, "Oh, um, the, he, he he's redecorated, and he doesn't like it, and I've got an itchy arm." Oh, he didn't say that. I just do actually have an itchy arm. Um, so he so he yeah, says I don't it's. Remember a, him saying that. He says it's a social goal. What we forgot to mention, because Kirby's not paying attention, is that there's lots of flickering lights that have been happening up to this Why point. Why would I say that? That's because of the thing upstairs. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, anyway. the, the, the the time machine upstairs. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but they're in a different house. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Robert. Uh, I forgot what was going to. Oh yeah, I, I, I did think that when that when the doctor came in the house and started running up the staircase, and the staircase was covered in um, items, uh, which reminded me when Alicia used to live here, and she had this thing called the stair drobe, um, which is where she used to keep her clothing. Funny enough, she's got a free a free story house where she lives now with her husband, and the stair drobe is not. It's still there. Maybe it's a family tradition. I don't know. But something that we don't have in our house. But um, uh, maybe wherever Alicia goes, there's a stair drobe. Meanwhile, there's lots of flashy lights. And one of the, the last remaining um, shop assistant, and it's not Rose, starts poking around. And a, and a, a Cyberman with a cracked eye is, is in a, like a, a, a room where you get you change your clothes and stuff. Changing room. So the doctor's sort of come to say hello and goodbye to Craig, but obviously there's things going on and he can't tear himself away. Craig can't cope with the baby. Maybe because it's Andy Nunnies, he needs to give the baby back. So there you go. Um, right, so I think this... it's funny that he keeps saying, I can do it, I can do it, and yet everybody, yeah. the mother, the wife, everybody's you know doing everything <laughs> to make sure he can do it. I actually thought the, the casting of the baby was quite good because it didn't look unlike um, um, James Corden. 
But master, master, the interesting thing is, is that they use seven different babies. I thought and, you were going to say and that. And two fake babies. If you yeah, but the, the close-up baby well, did look like... Well, that's a... quite funny, because when he do his, his Tonight with James Corden show, they use seven different James Cordons. Mm. <laughs> 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 Very good. Uh, anyway, so God, what happens next? There's lots of standing around and sort of... There's quite a... I mean, even Mary he's had great... some pretty good. He's had some pretty good interviews lately with uh, people from uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm. Oh, that's a good film. That I like that. Yes, um, it is. Um, what's on about? Oh, James Corden. I people standing around gonna... doing nothing. Oh, you made me forget what I was going to blimmin say now. Um, no, yeah. That's so Mary, job. Mary would agree that there's a, a, a reasonable standard of comedy in this episode, and uh, that I will say before I get to the end of it and forget what I was going to say that I really do enjoy the little light-hearted, sort of comedic moments and lines in this story the doctor does try to i know you don't have to interject there mary i just know you're going to agree with me so and and because i'm so sure you're going to agree with me you're going to get one of these you know me so (laughs) anyway the doctor nearly leaves in the tardis but the next time craig sees him is inside the department store with some charming little kitty winks um demonstrating a little holly kipter flying around um she seems to have a great deal of fun with because um, uh, he's got a job. He's even got a name he's tag. Got a name tag. The Doctor. Which is quite handy. Just to <laughs> remind him. Just to remind, remind him of what his name was. Which obviously reminds me of work. When people come up to you, do you work here? Fun. No, I'm just a great fan. I oh, eat wearing the new uniform. Are you sorry? What did, what did you say, Kirby? I said that was pos- possibly one of my quotes, except I like the canine quote. Yeah, but he didn't actually say canine. He just said robot dog. Yes. Well, it was implied. It was, yes. But not too bad. Uh, camera that, that, scene, that scene is going on my screen right now. Is it now? Camera angles are great in this Why? episode as well. Um, there's a little flash of the evening, the Colchester Evening News. Um, I didn't know Colchester was in Wales, but never mind. Um, Britain's Got <laughs> Torment. Uh, Police investigate allegations that a local teenager poisoned fellow Britain's Got Talent contestant. Um, <laughs> what? Quite, never mind. The headline. The headline in the paper. Happen. Okay. So um, there's a lift uh, in this department store, which is out of order. But the doctor uses this thing called a sonic screwdriver. Did anybody notice the sonic screwdriver that can, in this episode only, shoot little laser bolts? It's a weapon. Yes. yes. Yeah, I didn't like that. That's one thing I did not. You know, I I, I I don't know if Mary agrees with me, but I didn't really like that. Didn't? Did you agree with no. me on that one, Mary? No, no, I didn't like that. Oh, you didn't? Didn't? So you do agree with me? Because because the sonic screwdriver works by sonic. I suppose you can create a sonic bolt. Lightning bolt. (laughs) But you agree with me though that was a bit annoying. The third doctor, the third doctor used it as a weapon in the Sea Devils. Yeah, but he was igniting marsh gases. Yeah, he was using the sound. He wasn't firing laser, but. Because of the <clears throat> the type of episode this is, oh, it's fine. I don't care. It's fine. It's yeah. a science it? fiction fantasy TV show, is it not? Is it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're in the lift, and um, they get teleported to some cyber ship. I think no, it wasn't actually. I thought it was a cyber ship, but in fact, it was downstairs. Sorry, mate, you broke up there. Yes. Can you repeat? It that? is a cyber ship, but it's downstairs, yeah. not in orbit. Yeah. That's what I just said. Sorry, Ben. What did you say? I missed. You broke up again. Then what did you say? I can't remember. <laughs> Nothing interesting. There's was, another funny cyber something or other. Cyber, da, a, a cyber basement. 
It was. Oh, right. So, sorry. Got you. Got you. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Oh. Right. Anyway, so yeah. a, in, during this scene where they're um, in the cyber basement, that's um, the Doctor and Craig. That, there's a cracking scene where they, they get a bit sort of almost like they're getting a little bit intimate with each other, um, <laughs> which is yes. really very good. And, and, yeah. and James Corden's facial expressions during that scene are absolutely hilarious. Um, and uh, then they, they... Matt Smith, though, does it very well. They are uh, trying to avoid it, but you're trying it. Yes. Yeah, they're they're both very good friends, and yeah. so they, and that's they that's the re- that's when oh god I've lost a load of stuff. That's when the doctor uses his sonic screwdriver to to emit yeah. a, a green sort of smoky right. beam at the Cyberman. Anyway, so back they yeah, go. And to the Cybermat too. Oh, uh, the cyber! I'd forgotten about the Cybermat, and I remember this. Obviously, they only appeared in this episode. You know to a certain extent and there was a a, a toy you could buy because this is still at the time when doctor who w- w- was creating oh, yeah. the program was creating lots of sort of uh, uh, merchandise tax. and the cybermat was one of the yeah. i bet that's really rare the cyber the, this the, you know, the, the cyber did you mat. get one no i bloody didn't i didn't get one of those little oh. fat creatures either uh, that was oh, the yeah, they, they're still available somewhere. I've got lots of those. Them. I don't really care. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So why they keep coming out at night, though? What come out <laughs> at night? Adipose. The adipose. I wake up every morning. There's a new one there. <laughs> huh. I'm losing loads of weight, by the way, have I told you. Well, are you using one of those strange um, TikTok hula hoop devices like, like Deb's got? No, it's a it's a tablet you take once a day. Oh, is it? And then oh, okay, and the and the, the fat no. literally walks away. Uh, it literally walks away. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, back to Doctor Who. Um, and Linda Barron shows up. If you let me get, to, I wanted to say right. Well, I I line myself up beautifully to segue into the, the Linda Barron bit. So hang on, got a special sound for you, Kirby. Duh. Right. Oh, thank you. Yes. May I have another. Me, Deb was watching <laughs> this this bit with me when Linda Barron came out, and she said, "Oh, is that woman from the um, the the little one with the little I car?" Open allows. What? Open all out. No, the car. The, the, um, come outside. What, the album by the Arctic Monkeys. No, does it come outside? Uh, oh, it's a children's program on CBBC, which obviously, when we had children, very young children, uh, we used to have to f- sit through lots of CBBS and you CBBC. You enjoyed that? No, I did not. Uh, really? Because uh, every other adult did. does. No, I didn't. The trouble is, I already <laughs> spent my time watching oh, children's programs. Outside, when I was a teenager outside. and there weren't anything else left on TV, I was, I was stuck watching when I was skiving off school uh, things like play school. And um, uh, ten years after, I should have stopped watching it. And stuff. Yeah, at least, I, I was the same. I have at to least we only, we only had one channel though. Yeah, but at least Floella Benjamin was on it, and she was always very entertaining. Oh, of course, yeah. Johnny Ball, um, another entertaining actor. And oh, that other lady that was. Uh, that got I think killed. the other thing is that with Johnny Ball is as proof that the apple does fall forth from the tree. Yeah, well, I know you were trying to say that, and it didn't quite come out correctly. But I, everybody knows what you're saying. Yes, Ben. I think it did come out very correctly. <laughs> the phrase "the apple falls" uh, always always falls close to the tree <laughs> means that there's not a lot of difference between things. So if the apple doesn't, are you talking fall about she, he's quite similar to his daughter? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm saying that he's very good, and his daughter isn't. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, and of course the other one that was in play school that's uh, connected to Doctor Who, apart from Derek Griffiths, no, he was in uh, Coronation Street, wasn't he? Uh, was the um, the one who got uh, uh, Humpty Dumpty? No, the one who <laughs> very good. 
the, the one who had the, the over elaborate death in Big um, Ted. in Little uh, Ted. Re- what's the one with the Dalek one with Peter Davis in it? Rod Re- Jane Resurrection. Freddy. Is it Resurrection of the Daleks? The, uh, the Peter Davison one. Yes, yes, Resurrection. Yeah, that's the Rod- one that the other one from um, Play School was in and had a, uh, a over really sort of over elaborate death, shall we say? And that that well, death actually forced Tegan to leave the show. But yes, Linda right, Barron. I, I only You've know Linda Barron from from. Three things. Here we go. Last Chance Saloon, yes. being a pirate, and yeah. this. <laughs> uh, I know her mainly from that and Open All Hours. Uh, she was a, uh, a, a national icon. Yeah. Good old Linda Barron. Yeah. Anyway, there's a scene in which, um, in which uh, Craig uh, looks like he's flirting with the the um, the the young lady with the sort yeah. of big earrings. You what? Yeah, and then um, the security guard turns up. I forget his yeah. name. What's the name of the blooming security guard? Uh, George. George, that's George. it. Uh, yeah, and master, 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 master. No, it wasn't the master. The... He's not in this episode. Jesus well, we're, while we're talking about this scene, apparently this guy, is the, the creepy uh, shopper in the background, is still oh, on one. BBC Radio 1, uh, Greg James. Is that who George was? No. Oh, no, that was the guy in the back. Oh, okay. Looking through bras. Oh, okay. Well, Greg James is still on the radio, by the way, Kirby. Don't yes. know if you're aware of that. 12, 12 years. Anyway, I, um, yeah, so um, Craig is just about to be removed for a perversion, uh, but the doctor <laughs> comes up and sort of rescues him. Um, okay. Because everybody knows and trusts the doctor. And uh, then they go on another little, another little scout around, and in one of the um, dressing rooms, eventually, after. Having lots of little, oh yeah, after then bumping into um, Rory and Amy via a big poster and and, uh, and Petricor yes and what the the, the poster for, pe- for Petricor uh, what's the significance the of that of Ray, not oh you mean sometime. the perfume okay um, yes. oh yeah. ma- master master jeez oh, <laughs> it was funny uh, twelve years ago you started out talking with Alicia almost immediately after uh, you both saw this. And you couldn't remember what that poster was, what the significance was, what Petrichor was. It took, Go on then, uh, just get on with it, and so we can. It, get... it, it took uh, the rest <sighs> of us on the podcast later, when we recorded on Monday morning, mm. to inform you. Right? Could you inform me again, please? Quickly. Petrichor. Yeah, please, quickly. It's the the, the smell of rain on Earth. It was one of the passwords That's... in the Doctor's Wife. Specifically, dust. Okay. Dust. I'll probably reason. I can see why I've forgotten it again. Right then, where do we get up to? Oh, um, oh, yeah, let's do some stuff coming through on the live feed. Uh, we've got um, Lillian Robbins saying "Ooh, punishment." I've done that one. Oh, and then Debbie Melrose saying "Ah, technology." Is that her being a pirate? Ah, technology. Ah, ah. Um, the pirate. Oh. So they're poking around the uh, store, and uh, us as a doctor and Craig, and they Why go back. Why does she use, like, her phone to Skype? She could do, but, if, you know, it'd be better than nothing, wouldn't it? Um, uh, mind, she might not well, have, have enough data on it. Feed. Maybe she's heard me say that. You never know. She could join the call, couldn't she? Yeah, anyway, yeah, the doctor catches a Cybermat in the net while uh, George gets caught by the Cybermen in a... In a, in a sort of warehouse. Um, 
Oh, it's sort of warehouse. No, it's he goes. It's, it's their ship. It's their crashed ship. Yeah, it's the crashed ship. Just Which, making sure way, you're so, paying uh, attention, Mary. Twelve years ago, there was a lot of joking around that this crashed ship happened to be the same one that Adric was on. <laughs> I'm going to give Mary a ding for paying attention. Well done. Um, oh, don't I get a ding for the Adric? Uh, no. No. Oh, Kirby. Um, I know. No uh, one likes me. Priority jingles. <laughs> Well, you finally figured that out. <laughs> Mary, you're on form. I see you've had a couple of weeks off to sort of uh, to, to gain your um, your cutting um, sense of humour. Right then. Right, I've got a nicely thing finished sentence there, by the way, Adam. What cutting um, sense of humour? You've been cheeky. <laughs> No, it's the way you tailed off. Into, uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Know. It's, it's probably your blooming uh, Skype sort of not because you missed some of the other stuff that was said earlier on, didn't you? <laughs> for comedic effects, Adam. I'll oh, it was yes. for comedic <laughs> effects. Ah, right then. While I'm trying to listen back that. to it, and you'll see if you can understand Do what I have I was to? saying. Oh Jesus! Tim Jury says, "Hello, I'm the Doctor." Here's to help. Oh, no, sorry. Here to help. I might have messed that up. Uh, thanks, Tim. Uh, right, where do we get up to? Oh, yeah, we're watching Closing Time, aren't we? Uh, oh, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, the baby. Yeah, so the Doctor... Um, I'm not watching seems, it. I've watched it. Seems to completely understand baby, gives baby Ma- cuddles. Master, master, master. Did anyone else think that the reference to... Uh, as the Doctor's explaining what the Cybermen are doing, uh, he mentions spare parts, and I always think that that's a oh, direct yeah, yeah. reference. To, oh, to yeah. the, that's the what I big thought. Finish story, spare parts. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's a great story. Oh, go it's, on then, Kirby. It's one of the few big finishes I've actually listened to. Yeah, I've I've heard that one. It's very good. I, but um, I'm listening to audio books at the moment, so I'm looking forward to introducing some big finishes when I get really bored. I've started Doctor... watching audio books this week. Pardon? I've started watching audio books. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like reading audiobooks? No, 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 I watch them. Uh, I do a lot, you know. Uh, the doctor gets very friendly with a baby and uh, makes a little scary, starry sky. Craig comes home. Starry, starry night. But the doctor's <laughs> doctor decided to go out um, with the baby while Craig has gone indoors and has a fight with a. Yeah, nothing I didn't really like. I liked mostly this episode. One thing I didn't like, and I know it's for comedy effect, but the stupid teeth on the on Cyberman. Yeah, I know. On, I know. They are silly, but that's okay. It's okay because that's they've already not, done it's silly. It's a science things. fiction fantasy TV show. Yeah, it is. I mean, it was a bit silly, but I suppose it had to be because it was a silly episode, so that's fine. But yeah, so um, that was quite another good scene between. Uh, Craig and Matt in regards to the fighting off of the Cybermat and and um, oh with the by I've got just as you don't because you probably didn't pay much attention while watching this Kirby but uh, the Cybermats were there to drain energy from Earth to give to the Cybermen so they could uh, do what they needed to do etc. Yes, I know. And, and you knew. There's a great uh, scene in the Confidential how they filmed his jumping through the window, the door. The glass. Oh yes. I, okay. I watched the cut down version. So anyway, they find. The... I, I watched the the full version, which some, someone somehow gave me a way of doing. 
wonder who that was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the Doctor and Craig find the actual um, route down to the cyber cellar or, or basement through one of the... Um, there's a hole in one of the... Well, behind the mirror in one of the changing rooms. That department store must be awfully close to Craig's yeah. house. Yes. Anyway, and Craig sure. comes to the Doctor's rescue but gets caught. How does he know to go in the, the um, changing room? Uh, he he was using the sonic, I believe. Yeah, he was he was yes. looking for the electrical transmissions. And Mary yeah. and Kirby paying attention. Anyway, so they both get grabbed by the Cybermen, <laughs> but, but apparently the Doctor's Ding. not compatible. But the Craig is compatible, and he starts getting um, now, changed okay, into. This is the one thing that bothers me. Craig oh, should be go. compatible because I'm sorry, he's a little bit overweight. That yeah. is very. What's the what's the ist for? For being against people who are fat, I mean, who, who are um, slightly obese, Ben. It's something ist, isn't it? Is it fattest? No, I'm fattest. Don't, don't be like that. I'm definitely fattest. No, I am. No, actually, I've just seen you. You are, yeah. Yes, thank you. I'm, I am wearing an Udi's. Are they called Udi's? These things that these things that us Brits wear because uh, we're oh, being overcharged for energy, so we can't have any heating on. So we wear Aww. stuff. Thanks to apparently the Ukraine. Uh, oh no, um, Putin. Uh, it's not down to the Ukraine. It's down to the fact that the oil Brexit. companies is in a massive chance to stitch us all up massively. Because isn't it yeah, incredible? Petrol's cheaper. The BP and Shell's profits both went up by a hundred percent, which is interesting because our fuel costs have gone up by a hundred percent as well, and no one seems to have made the connection. Mm. Well, I've noticed <laughs> that petrol's the come down. Well, down of energy, it's not Ukraine. It's just the, you know all the leaders are shutting. Yeah. They're using, they're using it as an excuse, Mary. And also, yeah. it's the same thing that, that um, they did uh, during the COVID thing, created non-existent variants to make yeah. people conform to um, Exactly, exactly, exactly. Oh, I don't think there's any proof of that, Adam. Well, Where's that's, my tin ah, hat? Well, they may not be proof, but it was hinted at through um, some conversations well, that have been part. leaked. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think what you've done there, Adam, is just speak a load of. No, I'm not. I'm only yes, saying what was in the newspapers no this morning. I'm saying it There's has no been point. alleged. It has been alleged that certain things have been leaked through um, what they call those that, that app that's supposed a WhatsApp that's supposed to be you know, untraceable. Apparently, but apparently, it's traceable. Back to Doctor Who. So Craig gets t- turned into a cyber person, but he hears a baby baby going wah, and it um, turns him back into a, a Craig. Um, and that's almost like that stupid Cyberman thing where, oh, the love of everybody, the love of the Brigadier wins through and all this stuff. You don't like that sort of stuff, do you, Robert? No, I don't care. Uh, it's quite nice in this episode because it's, it's the uh, it's the yeah, format Gareth of. Roberts says, "Yeah, I did it. So what?" So it, it's just the format of this episode. Like, it's acceptable. Yeah. In other episodes, I agree again, but it's quite consistent with the uh, the lodger, isn't it? Because that's what happened at the end of the lodger. Craig's exactly. love for Sophie. And it's consistent with Moffat's stories. He he does that. He well, does. this is a Gareth Roberts story. Everybody lives, Mary. Everybody lives. But Moffat is the showrunner, so... Yes, yes. but can I say... Uh, Mary. In, in, in the confidential, Gareth Roberts take, takes full credit for Ma- doing yeah. that. He did don't you reckon Gareth Roberts looks like okay. a Santara? I don't know, but can, yes, hang on. I just wanted to just remind Mary <laughs> of something. No Excuse right. <laughs> I just wanted to remind oh. everybody, or well, Mary yes, specifically... Right. 
careful when you're dissing um, Stephen Moffat because you will upset Ben because he absolutely adores him. So do be careful <laughs> love what him. you're and saying. Every episode he ever so had any involvement. You could every provoke. Episode, he, he just pours praise on Moffat. So yeah. I should have been. Just yeah, careful what you're saying. Good name, better. Yeah, don't don't poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so by the way, Stormageddon's real name is Alfie. Um, okay. One. I love the way there Kirby drops time. in with "I know," as if I didn't know that you knew. God's sake! Alfie. Cannot resist it. I was wondering why that came up then because it was established back with the Stormageddon thing. I don't give a tinker's cuss. Right then. So anyway. Um, so the, everything's saved by Craig realising he he's got the capabilities wow. of being a dad. And the Doctor, as a gift, is given a Stetson and nicks some br- dark blue envelopes on his way out. And that's the one that gets shot home. at the uh, beginning, isn't it? Yes, and he sort of says, I'm off to my death. And he meets some children who look a bit creepy, actually, to be fair. Yes, they do. <laughs> they look like they're about yes. to kill him. But all they do, they're remembering having met the Doctor later in life. They're a little bit sort of... Uh, um, yeah, but one of the, the blonde girl looks like I've, I think I've seen her since then as a more grown-up person performing in other productions, but I can't think who she may or may not have been. But yeah, and then, and then we see. Uh, um, I should do like the kids. Well, she in that still scene. is. I think, I think they're very good. They do. Didn't have to say anything, but that, that because they didn't say anything, they, they did act the scene very well. Then well, River Song has the been kids given. Don't say anything, oh, but their Jesus. adult versions do. Mm. All right. River Song has been given a doctorate and a nice spacesuit uh, by uh, the uh, eye patch lady. Nice spacesuit with which to kill the doctor with, uh, and given to uh, the clients, of course, which are the silence. The trouble is, has she got a special filter that she doesn't forget the silence? Because I do love the yes, fact that yes, that's one... what the eye patch is. Oh, uh, is it? Ah, that's clever, because we see River wearing that at some point, don't we, in the, uh, later on? Yeah, that's all explained in the next all episode. All right. Hey, we haven't got to the next episode yet. yet. Oh, God's sake. It's just... I haven't seen that episode in Oh, years, so here we go. Backtracking. Anyway, so and we have a very um, uh, sort of spooky scene of, of um, River in spacesuit in a swimming pool. I mean, yeah, in, it's in It's very badly composited, actually. <laughs> So that's basically um, closing time, which um, it's quite good, but it is basically a, a sort of calm before the storm yeah. episode because this is the sort of just episode they they bung in because they've had a scary episode with the uh, the hotel one story, whatever that one's that called. Scary. Uh, it, oh, was. it was. It was supposed to be scary. It wasn't. Uh, it, was cre- it was very creepy. 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 That's the word I was oh, looking for. Really? I had to watch uh, it from and of course, the sofa. The season finale, as we're just about to have. Uh, of this particular series so it was okay i quite enjoyed it uh, i do like I, I do hoped that or did hope sorry that they would bring james corden back uh to do the occasional you know scenes or episodes with the doctor because they work so he's well busy, together but maybe maybe now he's quitting the late late show maybe he can yeah but disney you know plus can kirby, bring him back kirby kirby i've got a funny feeling that disney plus will not like the idea of calling the show Doctor Who with James Corden, because as, as I said earlier on, everything with James Corden in, like when um, um, Bruce Forsyth was around, everything had to have Bruce Forsyth. That's the same with James. It's something, something with James Corden. It's a similar thing with Alan Titchmarsh as well, actually. Most programmes with Alan Titchmarsh have it uh, with Alan Titchmarsh. Ah, oh, did you watch that? Um, what's the name? That what's a name? Ah, uh, probably. That, I've watched a few oh, what's yeah. a names. That, that was great. 
that documentary about um, the, the Isle of Wight? Yeah, on Channel Five. Well, Did you I've only that? seen one episode because they've only actually put yes, out one. Yes, there's episode. only one episode mm. out. But. Yeah. Can I say a few things about that before we move on to other people's yes. thoughts on this story? Right. Yes, the, what they showed shows uh, the Isle of Wight on sunny days being very nice. It also doesn't show a lot of actual islanders, only people that have uh, come over here to get second homes and what we call overners. So it, it's, not, it's not a true image of the Isle of Wight. It's showing you what parts of the Isle of Wight can be like, and it's shown some nice people who have moved to the island. There's a couple of people actually live here, uh, were born here, but mainly it's people who have moved here, uh, to, which is not... Uh, balance it out that's how some people have been here for years one lady she came back after leaving investing the loan pad doesn't take much effort what on earth invest in a loan pad innovative finance ISA what was that all about what the hell it's like somebody tuned into our podcast but anyway yeah it's okay it's nice to watch we like watching it only because we want to see if we can see we can recognise anybody who's in it but it is not a true representation of the Isle of Wight. And I know why you mentioned it, because I said about uh, Alan Titchmarsh, MBE, or as I call him when yeah. I see him face-to-face, um, Sir Alan Titchmarsh, because I know he's trying for it, and it will happen at some point, because he's very good friends with the King, or he was very good friends with Prince Philip. And anyway, um, Kirby, what do you think of this episode? I, I am... Uh, I love this one. It's, it's fun. I don't care about the plot holes. Uh, the potholes. Uh, the potholes. Down our road. I will point out one that. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> of course. The, the, doc, the doctor keeps going. I die tomorrow. I die tomorrow, and uh, he just saw that very same day Amy and Rory, but they're supposed to be in America. So uh, how did how did yeah, is, is he invites them to America, Kirby, with the blue envelope, you silly time. man. Maybe maybe they're at the store picking up some last minute things before they fly over to America. Yeah, but exactly. he, no, but, but no, that's oh, just a plot hole. It doesn't it doesn't bother me like uh, it's not a plot hole, plot. Kirby. Kirby, it's, it's not a plot it's, hole. It's, he got the blue envelopes to give these people invitations to meet him at Lake Salinsley. Um, so yeah. they weren't at, not in America yet because they haven't been invited. You silly man. And, and as far as as far as shooting using the Sonic as a weapon. It was established by the third doctor, so that's fine by me. Other than that, this is just a fun little rock. Yes, I agree. What did you think of it, Ben? Well, uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, um, uh, yeah. I mean, from what I remember, it was definitely an episode that was on. Um, <laughs> I did see it at the time, and I remember watching it using my eyes. <laughs> I listened to what was going on with the invention that they call ears, and I seem to remember at some point a sense of, this is all right, coming over my body. <laughs> yes, 12 years ago you liked it, sort 12, of. Uh, 12 years ago is a very long time. I can mm-hmm. barely remember what we were talking about 12 minutes ago. <laughs> Having not rewatched the episode and just listening to your little <laughs> run-through there, I seem to remember those feelings... They seem to come back, and I seem to smile to myself as I remember James Corden and his big wobbly Billy. Um, <laughs> so I shall give this episode a very reminiscent sum out of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing out of nothing, you mean? No, no, some, some. Mary, you Ooh. do have a very loud notification. Well, that was oh, yeah, well, okay, right, Robert, what did you think? 
Yeah, it's okay. Um, right, thank you. Um, <laughs> now, that's a Ben line. It's yeah. definitely a filler oh, kind on. of episode. Sorry, the dog's uh, having a seizure, so anybody that um, can hear that, I apologise. And the humour is quite funny for a change. But, yeah, I didn't like the teeth on the side and that, so I thought that was dumb. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what else didn't I like? Don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, when, when the ship blows up. Mm. Okay, it's under the store ride. It's what? Surely it's underneath the store. Underneath the arches. Oh, that's sorry. I thought it was a different song. <laughs> so, so the store should have blown up too. No, not that. But there should have be been some some subsidence or some you know, some some subsidence. Subsidence. Uh, so oh, why there isn't? <laughs> why? It's a science fiction fantasy yeah. TV show. Yes, Kirby. <laughs> oh, you got a ting. It was a very quiet one. Thank you, sir. I have some more. Go on, then. Yes. Are you going to say some uh, more, then? Yeah, I was going to say... Um, uh, yeah, last week seemed to be a filler episode as well. Uh, not talking about the podcast, but the... Um, no, the, the podcast episode. is always a filler episode, Robert. <laughs> Fills hours uh, of my life that ne- it needn't. <laughs> Aren't uh, you leaving it in about six years' yes, time, Phil? Well, not... No, no, no. It's, it's uh, in... Uh, I'm just counting through the the doctors until i finally get a chance to actually get to the end of this journey which is longer than one of francis Benali's blooming tasks that he used to do <laughs> it's our farewell tour are we going to be reviewing yeah. the new uh ones that start up inevitably because oh, what on earth's that someone left what the door right? it's my fan your fan hey ben's fan is that is no, if I'm your fan do you know, do you realize, though, Adam, that if we missed out all the crap episodes, we could finish it next week. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. There you are. Sorry, uh, uh, Robert, you you were you were saying something? No, I was just going to say uh, that yes, uh, last week's uh, story felt like a, um, a filler episode as well to me. Just didn't seem like a. It just doesn't seem like a substantial episode. It's just like they're waiting to get to this end episode. I liked last, but, but you heard it. You probably listened to us. Praise him. Okay, praise, praise him, you. Yes. Rob, Rob, praise me. What would, what would you name as a substantial episode? What What does that have? Earlier on in the Pyramids series. Pyramids of Mars. Um, oh, me, oh, oh, Debbie Burns sent me a picture. No, I... Well, Doctor's Ooh. wife, that was okay. Deb sent yeah. me a picture of her. Uh, uh, the bad plot. Deb sent me a picture of her MacBook re- rebooting. It says about nine minutes remaining, and that was what? What? Debbie Melrose, she's a co-presenter and, and on the tell, show. She, if she's listening, we should. Uh, she, she can't do. Her computer's the, not on. The test car. She sent me that half past eight. Where are we now? No, oh, half past seven. It's now uh, ten past eight. So it doesn't bode well, does it? Sorry, uh, Robert. You carry on. Oh, that's pretty much it. Oh, but, is it? Um, okay. Yeah, I look forward to next week's episode. Uh, I don't. I remember not. Shut up! It. Every it's time fun. he says you this, might, you I, might change. I actually liked Robert is is next week what you would call a substantial I, I, episode. I can't remember it, exactly. So. <laughs> you said you were looking forward to it, so I, I, I oh, seem to remember quite. I haven't seen it for quite ages. liking it. I may be wrong. Anyway. It's, we've got to the point of the show when we have to play this. Mary, what did uh, you think of it? 
Well, you know, I, I kind of kept this in the back of my mind as one, one of my favorite episodes. Hey! Wow. While watching it, I, right. really, I, I had forgotten most of it. I mean, it was almost like yeah. I was watching an episode that I'd never seen before. Same here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, and I found it very refreshing. Um, I wish more was like this, you know, that combination of, of funny and touching and yet there's horror and creepiness. I mean, it just seems like everything is, is in this. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it remains to be a favorite. Um, let me see. And the, and the little reminders that there is an overall arc. I mean, the story doesn't have to be arc heavy, but I like that there were just little reminders, like at the end. Mary, can I interject? I, Mary, I wish my stories Mary. were like that. I don't mind an Mary. overall arc to a series, Mary. but I hate the yeah. episodes, you know, where they're really Mary. hammering them home to us. Uh, Mary! Mary. What? Sorry. Can, can I can I interject just just briefly? Sorry. I know you're in mid-flow there. When you said about story arcs and stuff like that. I seem to remember um, a couple of no, Doctor Who stories that had the word arc in the, in the title. Arc um, in space. Did they have story arcs? Cool, that's longest. Oh, like you're talking like in the past, the classic. Yeah, we had we had the arc, didn't we? Uh, William Hartnell story, and then the arc in space. And, and obviously, we talk about story arcs. Isn't it ironic that those arc stories didn't have story arcs? You're anyway, back really to Mary. For that do, you one. To read, do you want me to read some definitions to you, so you know what an arc, a physical arc, is separate from? No, I don't. That's the sort of thing Kirby would do. <laughs> you're, you're, you're really stretching that one. That, that one's just not going to float. Right, right. Sorry, Mary. Uh. And, and, and <laughs> this, this, there's a lot of humor in this, you know, which I appreciated. And uh, a nice little note um, is that I read that the the scene that takes place in the toy department with the doctor playing with those kids that that was all extemporaneous, that there was no script, oh. that he was just doing what, and the kids were just reacting to what he was doing, um, which I think makes that even nicer. Yeah. Uh, mm. It shows how, you know, creative Matt Smith is. Um, the, the knowledge that the doctor is going to die does give the story, you know, like an undercurrent that makes the scenes with Craig and the baby and all that kind of bittersweet, which which is nice. You know, it gives a little weight to the story. It wasn't like all comedy um, or horror or whatever. You Can know. I say something, though? No. Because, no, because I forgot. I forgot about the Doctor dying. I'm thinking, what's he talking about? He doesn't regenerate until another season. So I'd actually forgotten that. So what you're telling died. me, Robert, is you haven't yeah. been paying attention Tiny to the journey at all. He's going to get shot at Lake yeah. Silencio. I've totally forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> They've been banging That's on about it all had. series. So that it, was a big deal. And, and I yeah. enjoyed that aspect of it, too, the timey-wiminess of it, you know, that we're looking at the past, the future, all that, you know, happening kind of at the same time, which is how time is anyway, you know. Um, and I really enjoyed the doctor trying to leave and not help. Craig, yeah. you know, the, the, the scene outside, mm. which, I'm leaving, I'm going away, I'm not going to help. And I just found that to be, you know, partly funny and partly sad <laughs> because mm. he's trying very hard, you know, but he does end up hanging around, getting a job. Can't resist, can't resist. And all that, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, I, this still remains in the, my bubble of favorite stories. 
Why, thank you, Mary, because that finally, after all this time, um, gives me the opportunity to play a piece of music that doesn't happen very often. did hear a bit of that earlier, though. Oh, that was just the Hallelujah Chorus. Well, that's the uh, Mary really liked the story music. Right then. <laughs> OK, we move on to the next segment of the show. Ben has been sifting through his archive of jingles, specially created by himself, for this moment. Oh. Uh, um, who is it? What should we be on with doing, Kirby? Yes. OK. Yes. How slick can you get? OK. <laughs> a two, three, four... Kirby Park, <laughs> he's home alone. This must be ready. Go to some feedback. Back. Yes. This fancy your studio stomach? in the shed, and you're just not a ready. Stomach? <laughs> what, you think I'm the Tin Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so you might have to do an edit there. <laughs> no, that was a can of um, zero sugar Coca-Cola. Okay, may I read them or are you going to bring up the actual... No, sorry, here's, here's the real one. Kirby. <laughs> you can't find it. He's, no, I, I don't know exactly where it is. Um, I'm not sure if <laughs> play off this computer. Let's give it a go. Uh, the problem is I had double glasses on, you see. And as I had double glasses on, I couldn't see what I was doing. Uh, so we need Kirby. That makes sense. Nice. See if this works. Can you hear that? Yes. Oh, there yes. There we go. I didn't know it would work. That's quite good. He asks you what you think, and it normally goes well. But as he's an American, he'd say... Spagel. ...is what you think in content it doesn't lack. It's Kirby Bath with Sloan and his pedantic feedback. Sponsored by me. It's going to take... That took longer to introduce me than the amount of feedback. <laughs> oh, well, if you want the other one, Kirby, then. No. Kirby. <laughs> I'm okay. interested in that. Uh, Andy said, oh, yes, and so it begins. Yeah. Which makes me very intrigued about what his actual feedback is going to be. Well, yeah. Uh, Neil James. Closing time. Every time I watch this, I just wish it was Craig that went away for the weekend and the doctor shared this adventure with Sophie instead. Disagree. Brilliant to to see the return of Linda Barron from Enlightenment and the Gunfighters, kind of. Yes. Plus, I had a big crush on Holly Dempsey at the time, who plays shop worker Kelly. Shame neither really do much. Other than that, it's quite a fun runaround episode. Very light and fluffy. Fluffy. Uh, The Cybermen in Modern Who are rubbish. Creepy final scene, three stars out of five. Mr. M. Oh, okay. There is more feedback. Oh, the first line, he's, he's talking about you, Kirby. That's a bit rude, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Actually, that was one of my possible quotes. Oh. Uh, Mr. M says, you look awful. 
Closing Time by Gareth Roberts, or as he prefers to be called, Stormageddon, Dark Lord of All. This is an okay episode. It is not as good as Lodger, and I agree with Neil that Sophie would have... <laughs> what the hell was that? That was someone sneezing. Somebody forgetting there's a thing called a mute button. Right, I bloody know I've got COVID in my ear hole now. Why would you catch Are you okay, Robert? Are you okay, Robert? What happened? Did you, did you sneeze or drop something on your toe? No, I just sneezed. Oh. Yeah, we know. Oh, that, whoa. Well, oh. This, this is an okay episode. It's not as good as The Lodger, and I agree with Neil that Sophie would have definitely added to the episode. It's fun to see the Doctor working in a shop. The Cybermen are so far in the background that they may as well not be there. Yeah, that's Cyber true, actually. The Cybermats got more to do. Cybermat, single, single. Mm. And they look great, by the way. The Cyber spaceship looks cool, but the plot is just resolved way too stupidly. It's a cyber although some, seller. Although some may might say, some might say, <laughs> it's odd. Some that, might say it's odd that the Cybermen seem to come in large or maybe even XL size. <laughs> yeah, really. for Corden's comical conversion, could it not be canonical callback to the rotund cyber controller from Attack yes. of the Cybermen? Yes. Karen Gillan is hot. Yes. So it's a shame she she only gets to put in a brief appearance in this one. Overall, I give it a seven out of ten. Next time, and they were all wearing eye patches, <laughs> which makes which bring me to to uh, comment on. Does anybody remember that um, Torchwood episode with the the woman Cyberman who um yes. who they oh, forgot yeah. to convert yes. all her sexy bits? Yeah. Um, yes. For um for adult um, sci-fi effect. They did that with Star Wars, you know. Um, they forgot to put some clothes on um, Princess, Princess Leia. Leia. Um, during she had to wear band-aids over her, um, her bikini, shall we say. Yeah. What's wrong with the word nipples? I didn't say that. I just... Uh, anyway, uh, nothing wrong with the word nipples <laughs> uh, at all. I have never... We've all got um, them, Adam. We've all yes, got I've them. Yes, I've got sore ones at the moment. Uh, I don't know ah. why. Probably because I've been running around too much and they've been rubbing, didn't. been chafing. Anyway, everybody, for the, for the first time ever oh, in no, the 20... Uh, do not interrupt. Running. I'm doing a really big introduction. <laughs> for the first time ever in the history of the 20 <clears throat> megabyte Doctor Who podcast, everybody's looking forward to Andy Nunny's feedback. Well, good afternoon to everybody. <laughs> here. It's Sunday afternoon. Just I've just finished the ironing. I've watched... Uh, Closing time, also watched me watching Torchwood as well, with a summer's tale there by hands. And of course, Closing Time, the story from where my son got his alter ego. Yes. Storm again. Yeah, he certainly is Dark Lord of all the time, so he's not here at the moment, he's actually been shot through the door. So, all in time. Anyway, Closing Time. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's an enjoyable, it's a bit of fun. It's not that serious. I mean, you could say in theory it's a Sideman story, but it doesn't really doesn't really go that much into how the Sidemen got there. You know, were they left over from the invasion perhaps? Uh, although they are modern ones. So never explain how they got there, how long they've been there for, just obviously a long time, that's <laughs> all. There's only a few of them, they're going around kind of hard a few people and they are coming up in the lift. Which is great, you know. Anyone else think Grace Brothers? Well I certainly did. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty inconsequential, you know, it's not one that's going to be thought of going in the canon of the Sideman. 
Um, but still, it was a, a really a mechanism just to get an alien there that people would recognise. And the fact that, you know, no one actually saw them. You, you saw the sign that they killed a few people. And that was it. So they really were inconsequential. I think this really more is more about the Doctor and the way he the way he plays with people, the way he uses people, the way he gets people to trust him. And it's also about Craig, you know, because again, you know, Craig came to the fore, you know, he stood up, you know, and as I think we're all parents here, we all know what it's like to be a parent, and this time you, you just stand up. Very interesting, I've been watching Children of Torture, as I just said, because that's all about it as well, just getting to be the new mom of that. Um, there are a few good moments where, yeah, I must admit, I must have got some in the eye. You know, what? I can remember when Zach saw it and was that small, and yeah, the, the look you get off him, I wonder what he, he thought of me, you know, did I get rated? No. Was I not mom? Yes. So, yes. We'll never, never know, will we? <laughs> Some lovely one-liners, of course, the, you've decorated it, I don't like it. And, of course, the uh, totally superfluous uh, entry of Amy and Rory. So it's, um, when did that happen? When did she go and bottle? And the fact they were credited, they were pretty sick. I wonder if they actually had um, some sort of a, in a contract, they had to be second and third in the credits, because they came up very high, given the fact they were in for about that. 15 seconds and that was it and the doctor never actually related oh, so to they them. couldn't be bothered to redo the title the doctor sequence. himself you know he doesn't want to he doesn't want he's going to walk away he's going to walk away he's going to walk away and then he doesn't and he gets involved with the doctor and you could do that craig being the companion and of course the uh, the lady <coughs> on the counter taking the companion to be the completely wrong way what was she going to say when she actually uh, does meet some um, can't find names I can't think it's not she, I know it's not, I can't think of her name. Um, Sophie. Who's Craig's partner, of course, they, they never married. Sophie. I wonder what it was, that was what you were going to ask at the end. It's always a very difficult moment when uh, you come to do that, as, uh, as I remember. By the washing machine in the kitchen, if I remember rightly. However, uh, and there, there were some good fun characters, you know, the two girls, the two girls, the lady and the girl in the shop, the, the security guard. You know, it's a pretty low cast one. The side men just weren't menacing enough, I don't think so. But it all builds up at the end, then suddenly you've got River there, you've got Eye Patch Lady, and she becomes the actual. It's just a really a way of just filling a bit of time before we got to the genouement of the Impossible Astronauts sequence, and we find out what it's really all about. So, yeah, all in all, I did enjoy it. So, there you go. Anyway, until next time, we'll be seeing you. Oh, well, that's Andy Nunny, everybody. I did think of something yes, I was going to say, but um, it slipped out of my mind. You talk about security guards, and it got me thinking about something else, and then I forgot. Oh well. Anyway. Um, anyway. Look, if uh, I'm gonna have to jump the queue if you want me to do this, because I've got to shoot off. So. Um, We're it's, doing it's things now. in reverse order this week, ladies and gentlemen, because Mr. Benjamin Shoveler is now going to dictate a certain piece of dialogue from a, a councillor in the south of England. Are you being assimilated, or Mrs. Slocum's cyber mat just isn't as funny? <laughs> Dear 20 megabytes, closing time is of course a closely studied contemplation of the concept of familial love and its significance in the lives of ordinary people. Quite simply, we see a situation in which people have been picked off one by one by the Cybermen to serve their purposes in building their power. However, in attempting to do the same to Craig at a moment of his own acute wish to be everything he must be to his son, they make a mistake in so much as his endogenous familiar affection for his son can be brought to bear in resisting their plans, and this is shown to be overwhelming to the Cybermen's exogenic attempt of domination. Where's the round of applause for that, for crying out loud? Blimey! (laughs) You did well on that. I know. Thank you. It was pre-recorded. Mm. Ding! Well done. 
it should be noted that while some Oh, I can do better than that. I just can't be bothered to reach the mouse in front of me. That the notion of that love will save the day, which is a Whitney Houston song, uh, is a cliched or hackneyed notion. But Doctor Who is, after all, a science fiction fantasy TV show. And the Doctor does give a pseudo scientific evolutionary genetics explanation for the events of the conclusion. But why don't you just welcome a bit of gold-plated romanticism and let there be love? We also learn that Eternal <laughs> Captain Rack spent some time she had forever, after all, worked for a while in a shop. But which has Captain her... Rack got a nice rack, Ben? I'm not even going to oh. lower myself to your disgusting... Makes, makes a change. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. A <laughs> diminueur. Uh, and open-mindedness, no harm at all. All in all, closing time is a much-needed brief pause—a brief pause for breath before the ensuing chaos of the finale, finale episode. Well, is it finale or finale? Yeah. Uh, with all parts of the overall season narrative parked neatly, we are able to enjoy simple and straightforward Cyberman survival tale at the end of the Doctor's solo sojourn and 200-year tour prior to his much-anticipated, likely imminent death. <laughs> it is touching and revealingly human that the Doctor had decided to revisit his old friend, Craig Owens, as he ends this period of his life. Once again, in a micro, sorry, macrocosmic expression of the Doctor's universal influence, he touches a life profoundly in a way that he has done for so many people over the years. So it is a great setup for the way in which things will now unwind and be recoalesced for the end of this golden age of the season. This story is perhaps 24 minutes too short, as who would not want to see a little more plot developed around the circumstances of the cyber cell being formed and attempting to get together to force together a force to be reckoned with. Next up, Doctor Who and the Doctor's second sort of wife, or everything's every who all at once. <laughs> nice. Those are the thoughts. Of Councillor Alan T. Butcher Ricky. Um, I remembered what I was going to say before you go, Ben, is that um, some of Andy Nunney's um, feedback, uh, I remember uh, back in the day, uh, the Americans couldn't understand a word he was saying. But it reminded me of um, Jeremy Clarkson's security guard in Clarkson's farm, where he doesn't, under, most of the time, doesn't sound anything that he says. Um, and uh, certain elements of Andy's feedback, I feel, may have fallen into that. That's what. That's exactly what I'm trying to. You have to watch Clarkson's <laughs> farm to understand what we're talking about. Yeah, he does. He's got a mullet too. But... <laughs> so you get a chance to watch Clarkson's farm on Prime. That's what we're talking about. Yes, right. Well, I'm afraid that I have to leave this shenanigans. Oh dear. Uh, because I have no, to get... no uh, quiz. Uh, yes, there is a quiz. It's uh, how quickly can I get off the podcast? Is it going to be in the next one minute, five minutes or ten minutes? You may all answer now. Bye. No, that would have been funny if I'd have gone there. Uh, yes, it would. Yeah. So instead, I'll do it now. Bye. Not go yet. I can't go well. Great Bye, Ben. Thing, no, it's your tune. Sausage. 
Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. I shall see you all next week or the week after. Hurrah. When we're yeah, I don't know if I can do it next week, but hurrah. All right. Well, yeah, if I am, I'm not. If I'm not, I will. It'll probably be the week after, but hurrah. I mean, goodbye. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. And we have a little bit of feedback coming through. I can find the jingle. If I put it in alphabetical order, I should be able to do it. Here we go. <laughs> Twenty Megamart Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. Hello, Captain. Closing time by Gareth Roberts. The Doctor has been on his own for about 200 years, worrying about his coming death by astronaut at Lake Salentino. He visits Craig as part of a farewell tour and can't help but investigate mysterious goings-on in the area. Two of the protagonists are transmitted out of a lift or elevator, for the second time this year. Karen and Arthur are in the credits, although they are barely there. Daisy Haggard, who plays Craig's partner, was busy with another job, so is hardly in this. Flickering lights and battered cybermen don't create much of an air of menace. We get to see where the Doctor got the blue envelopes and cowboy hat we have seen before. Indeed. The answer is love, again. Bye for now. I don't think he liked the 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 sentiment of love, but we love Master. you, Ian. Master. We do. Master. Oh come Master. on! I'm being all sentimental, and you put it in. Right, that's gonna do, that's definitely gonna warrant one of these. Oh bugger! Carry on. <laughs> uh, he also posted. His, I didn't know if he was gonna reference it during his feedback or not, but he posted a little. Uh, picture of um, Picard and Riker. Uh, Picard saying, in Europe, we call it a lift. And Riker saying, well, in America, we call it an elevator. And Picard says, I guess we were just raised differently. Uh, uh, very good. I like that one, actually. That's a dad joke of the year. which I thought of that. Okay, scuff. Oh, I'm going to say stuff coming through on the live feed. It's <clears> one <throat> comment. Um, Lillian. Lillian says, where's my pussy? Uh, Cybermat. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Just as well <laughs> ben, it's just as well Ben has departed the podcast. Yes. Just before that was read out. Thank you, Lillian. I'm uh, going to have to go and have a lie down. Uh, while Mary det- dictates <laughs> okay, the last bit of feedback. The feedback of, of Terry Miles. Okay, it says uh, Craig is back and is a daddy now. And Sophie is his partner. She doesn't think he can handle the baby, Alfie, on his own. Oh, naughty Sophie. Of course he can. Knock, knock. Who's there? Look out, Craig. It's the doctor. The doctor speaks baby. And here we have Andy's baby, Stormageddon. Well, it seems the doctor has been traveling on his own for 200 years. Maybe room for some missing adventures there. Hmm, there's something wrong with Colchester's electricity. Don't get involved, Doctor. Little chance of that happening. The Doctor got a job in Howell's department store in Cardiff. Sorry, the ancient Roman city of Colchester. There is a silver rat running around that must have escaped from the toy department. Oh, they don't have silver rats there. Time for a rat hunt. Go Cybermats, with real teeth now. About time they returned. Those Cyber Shades and the next Doctor were silly, but Cybermats are much better. Hang on, how did a cyber ship get under a town that's been there for more than 2,000 years? 
Oh, okay. got it. It followed Edric down to the surface. Ah! Hey. Uh, love conquers all. Hmm, a major explosion under a Colchester department store, and the building is still intact. Yep, see? I don't think so. Yep. I suppose the doctor couldn't have destroyed this one due to the fact he destroyed Rose's place of work. <laughs> is this why Corden went to America? This Tuesday, snow permitting, we will be going to see a talk by Ben Aronovich. Last time he came to talk, I got him to sign my original target book of Doctor Who, Remembrance of the Daleks. Next up, The Wedding of River Song. Stay safe, everybody. Linda and Terry. Cool. Thank you, Linda and Terry. Somebody's going to say something. I just heard it sort of nearly come through. Somebody saying something? No, I must. Again, I was thinking, I was thinking of something while... Well, that was coming through. And, Did it uh, hurt? Well, about, <laughs> and then I forgot again. It's like that blooming um, that episode of um, <laughs> Silence in the Library, isn't it? And then he forgot. Um, okay, so I suppose if I ever remember that one, I'm sure it was something quite interesting, but I forgot. Other when you were talking about when, sorry, when Linda and Terry are talking about the two thousand years, you know, underneath the yeah. department store and whatnot. He crashed there, obviously. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about Cybermen and, and how poor uh, the representation of Cybermen in this story was. I didn't really have a major problem with it. They were sort of a side character, really. The next um, time we see a Cyberman-type character is indeed appalling um, in Doctor oh. Who. I mean, not, the next time we see a Cyber-type character in Doctor Who is appalling. Does that make sense? I can't remember. Yeah, but I don't remember. What is it? Oh, yes. Oh, that yes. Falling or that the experience of seeing him. Yeah, I, I'm just going to use the, the hint, up? Christmas special. And falling from a great height and not get, getting particularly hurt. And what else Did do we have? have the oh, the Doctor, the Witch and the Wardrobe or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember uh, that there was a Cyberman in that, but I'm trying right. to forget that particular. Wasn't it a wooden Cyberman? I maybe I may have got my. Oh yes, there is a wooden Cyberman in it. Well, that's what I'm talking about then. No, no, that's in. Uh, yeah, that's the, in the, the next episode. That's in uh, the anniversary stories. Yeah. Like the 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 the, the death. That's of, in the, uh, the uh, regeneration episode. Yeah. No, yeah. well, maybe it was. Yeah, but I seem to remember there being some wooden characters in the. The Doctor, the Witch, and the, the, witch and the wardrobe. wardrobe thingy. Anyway, moving away from that, I got it wrong. It happens sometimes, very rarely, but you saw yeah, it here. There, there, on the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. It's a tree people. Yeah, it's a tree yeah. people. That's it. Thank you, Mary, for correcting me. That's oh, I just sneezed twice again. Cherish that moment. I got oh. something wrong on this show. Doctor Who knew... Uh... What? Well, we can't do the... Um... Well, don't bother then. I have the power over the um, the, um, the no, priority jingles. No, you can't. And there's a good reason for it. And there it was <laughs> illustrated. Uh, Doctor Who magazine, issue, issue A588. We're nearly catching up, uh, number, numbering-wise, with Doctor Who magazine, uh, as this is 556. Um, it features... Uh, uh, it takes us back to Bannerman Road and Sarah Jane Adventures. On the front cover is Elizabeth Sladen and David Tennant. When David Tennant was ten, and Elizabeth, um, sorry, Elizabeth, what's her name again? Um, Elizabeth Sladen. I said that a few seconds ago. Uh, was uh, Sarah Jane Smith, and uh, of course Russell T Davis was, was involved heavily in both of uh, those productions. 
Um, Bedford Who Charity Con 8 is being held this month and offering 10% off tickets for readers of Doctor Who News. The convention is being held this year on Saturday the 18th of March in the King's House, Bedford, about 50 miles north of London. All the profits from the day are going to be donated to two local charities, Bedford Food Bank, who provide emergency food for 2,000 people a month, and Faces, who work with uh, local families who uh, who have uh, particular needs. Last year's convention raised over £10,000, thanks to the generosity of Doctor Who fans. The guest list includes Fraser Hines and Wendy Padbury, joined by Neve McIntosh in a rare convention appearance. Sadie Miller and Christopher Naylor, the two Sarah and Harry... um, the new Sarah and Harry for Big Finish, sorry. Jenny Linden, who lives on the Isle of Wight and still thinks I've got a load of a prince and I haven't, who played uh, Barbara and Doctor and the Daleks. David Gooderson, the second Davros. Christopher Ryan, very nice chap. Uh, a deep friend of the 20 megabyte Doctor. No, no, I wasn't actually a deep friend of the or, 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 or Fancycom. Yeah, I would come back every year if we could. We would ask him. Anyway, I'm I'm I'm, I'm digress. It's uh, Sontaran General Style and Lord Kiv in my War. Peter Roy, he he's the one who who demanded he come to Fancycom uh, two, the, the one that got uh, done in by COVID. He demanded, and when I said we um, haven't got enough room for him, he got very nasty sent me some very nasty messages anyway he's going to be there andrew burford the stuntman and aliens and uh cyber villain doctors the doctor falls now going back to peter roy uh, about a year after being very nasty to me but not uh, for the uh, thing to do with fantasy con 2 unfortunately also deb my my lovely wife deb saw what he wrote and when he came back and, and asked again uh, and uh, we said well, um quite straight we haven't got you know any room for any more guests he completely forgot, obviously, what he said, that he'd never, ever come to our convention again. Yet he wrote another letter. <laughs> <He> tried to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's quite happy to, to shell out the abuse um, and then forget his, uh, no, giving it out. So that's about it for Doctor Who News. Uh, Ben's not here to find any extra bits like he normally does. That's about it for Doctor Who News. Seen a few pictures online, you know, a little hint and uh, teasers of... Um, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff at uh, the current series that's being filmed. But that's about it in regards to news. Let's see if anybody else has said anything. Where's my thingy? Uh, no, thingy. it's still Lillian's pussy comment on that one. Right, what else can I find on here? Oh, is that a cat meowing? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sounds like not a real cat. No. It All wasn't. Right. Thank you. Um, Robert, is that your cats? Do you have oh, cats yeah, then? Yeah. Not in the right. I the usually have a I've cat. I've never met a cat that goes meow. We don't want to hear about your pussy. Oh, this is really going into the gutter. Right, what about, what about uh, is that Juan Dakota, EK? I didn't actually <laughs> mention them, to be fair, Kirby. But uh, I did get a, an email from um, Lavazi. Who won? Just checking, see if there's anything else coming through. Right, no. But the Daleks Unlimited Comic Strip Collection 2, um, Empire Man, Torchwood Story, uh, War Master 8, Escape from Reality. These are stories and, and uh, products I mentioned last week when Mary wasn't on the show, and she probably would have said, that one's going to be superb, I've got that ready, and I can't 
really wait to listen to it, etc., etc. <laughs> so that's in the coming soon. Is that, oh, that how Mary sounds? Exactly how she sounds. Um, Fourth Doctor, 12.1, New Frontiers. Um, oh, that's an interesting picture, which I can't see. because Oh, it's got the Ice Warriors in it. Ooh, that's coming soon. On uh, it's available pre-order. Who1.go.uk. Lavazi sent me an email. Lavazi. Right then, Lavazi. Now, what we're going to do with the Lavazi sponsorship money this year? I may have mentioned this last time, but you've got to remember, my memory's not what it used to be. So if if I repeat myself, as part of the show anyway, that I should repeat myself when it comes to um, organising a convention that is an offspin from this podcast. The but um, Vilile Shabalala, our lovely Vilile, who's a friend of the show, friend of the uh, p- p- convention, is coming back to FantasyCon this year as okay. the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast's special guest. So um, delighted that she's going to be coming to the event. Now, are you going to say something, Kirby? No, I said that's good. Yes, it is. I was on Vectis Radio. Um, and they sent yes, me my actual interview on Vectis Radio quite recently. I've got to try and find it because I haven't listened to it yet. I just remember it being, um, I can't remember whether I was funny or or not. Um, I felt funny. Um, what were you I on just, there for? Uh, to do interview about FantasyCon. So, oh. uh, Maggie, Maggie Carey, Maggie Carey, there she is. Maggie Carey, she, she's, oh, here it is. What's the date of that one? Right, I'm hoping... Oh dear. I don't know if that's the right one. Uh, when did you send me that? Oh, for goodness sake. Right, right. I'm going to have to go onto the, onto the fantasy con um, link. This is almost as slick as having Ben on the show. Uh, Facebook. Yeah, that's it. I could do that's this on carbon. Safari. I better see it properly then, wouldn't I? And switch over to. Fantasy Con. Hopefully, it'll let me do it without crashing out the uh, recording. And that way, I should be able to see. Blast! It won't let me. Right, I'm going to have. A, oh God, it won't let me do that either. Oh, well, and it won't let me do that. Oh my Burn God, it's gone phone. funny. Ah, help! It's it's crashed. That changes you. But oh, reload. What am I reloading? Don't want to do that. Oh, are you still there? Uh, yes. Yeah, here. Where would we go? I've just lost the video feed because of that. Oh, I'm waiting for a live video signal. Yeah, the video's just gone because... Um... Should resume shortly, it's saying. Yeah, but how? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, jeez. It's just not my day today, is it? However, we're still recording, so I shall um, go and do what I was... Um trying to do i apologize to everybody who was watching the show at that point uh, but this is supposed to be a podcast not a video demonstration of me sitting in front wearing a nudie <laughs> uh, god painful isn't it facebook can be a very annoying thing when you when you want to look at when you have categorized messages from your pages and from your own thing and yeah. you can't look at them all at the same time you have to switch to from one account to another right i'm just waiting for safari to load so I can do this uh, without cocking things out. Facebook, there it is. Facebook. Book uh, of no, face. It, want, it wants me to lo- log in. Please remember, don't mess me about. Oh no, another one you can't remember. Yeah, another login. No, I've, I've got it written down, but I've got time to faff around. It's, it seems to be loading. No, it doesn't. Blast. <laughs> Thanks, Maggie, for sending that through on the wrong account. 
It's all Maggie's fault. Oh. Maggie sent me through. I can't play it because she sent, sent it through on the FantasyCon account and I can't load up the FantasyCon account. Why didn't she send it to me via email? Basically, it was my appearance on um, Factist Radio talking about FantasyCon. Um, and not only is because she'd done that messed up my recording. Well, it's still trying to load. How do I get that to load? Do we have to record it all again? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just like the video to video to reload, but it doesn't appear to be doing so for some reason. No, it's dead at the moment. Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? Can't even um, Te- go into the technology. I can't even go into the post and and re- reignite it. Why is it doing that? It's all um, whose fault is it? Something. Uh, it's all uh, Robert's fault. It's all Robert's fault. I just blame Ben's fault because he's not here to uh, defend. Yeah, it's Ben's fault. Plus, I really wanted to play that it's too. It's Reese's fault. Yeah, Reese. Uh, <laughs> I got re- <laughs> excuse book. Uh. Terry Miles says that killed it. Lily Robin says frozen video. Terry Miles says dope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get that back. How are you supposed to get that back? Shall I reload it and see what happens? Nope, that didn't work either. Is it? Are we back? No, I, I can see myself on here. No, it says waiting. How do we get the it's, live video back? I wish we had some techie buffering. people. Pardon? Buffering still. Buffering. Oh, it's not buffering. It's just not loading. Ended. Live video ended. That's, no, well, yeah. whatever. I can't do much about that, can I, peeps? That means I might as well switch over to the fancy con page. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Sometimes you wish um, that, that you hadn't indulged in things. I mean, and just uh, carried on as it were. Oh, I'll know now never to switch accounts again during the live program. However, now I've gone to the trouble. Here it is. We'll just play it, for goodness sake. Vectis Radio, FM 104.6, the heart of the island's community. We've got our next guest in. It's Adam Pearson. Good afternoon, Adam. Good afternoon. Uh, can I get you just slightly closer to the microphone? I'm slightly closer to the microphone. That's like my nose. Is that close enough? That's close. That would be okay. absolutely fine. Uh, otherwise, it sounds like you're talking down the end of a long tube. I want to wipe the microphone afterwards. No, that's, well, we, we do just oh, all, right. all our microphones <laughs> afterwards. Now, uh, you're here because you are now sorting out FantasyCon 2023. Yes, FantasyCon 3. We've made it to the number 3. It's almost like a threshold. Well, we haven't made it yet because obviously it's a I know, few yeah, months ago okay. but essentially we have yeah so FantasyCon um, went, went well last year it went very well last year um, so much so we're doing it this year yeah. <laughs> and uh, just for those who don't know what is FantasyCon uh, FantasyCon is a uh, it's, we call it the Isle of Wight's very own Comic Con uh, mm-hmm. We insert the words "very own" to dispatch from that horrible event Legal, happened yeah, a few yeah. years ago. Um, but it's a fantasy trade and comic convention, right? So, um, fan TC Con. Yes, that's right. how it's uh, abbreviated to. Yes. So there will be comics on sale there. Yes, thanks to our friends at Heroes, who have their own event coming up very soon. And there will be uh, people in costume. Well, it, I'll be very disappointed. If I don't think people realise you can turn up to comic cons not in costume. 
because everybody does. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I, but it's, it's generally accepted that you'll turn yes. up as Darth Vader or, or a robot or something. Hopefully like. so. This is the sort of thing we're looking for, yes. Mm. So what's, what's happening there this year? Um, well, it's very early days, obviously, but we've already got a few things in place. We've got Julian Seeger, who uh, was in the Vikings of Van Halla, Valhalla, which is a Netflix series, and he's also well-known from Doc Martin. Craig Fairbrass, who couldn't make it last year because uh, he had filming commitments at the time we did okay. the event. He's decided to sort of make up for that and come this year. We've got Vililo Shabalala, who came to the first FantasyCon in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, was in Doctor Who a few years ago, and very recently she was a murderer in Death in paradise so oh. they've let her out of prison just to come okay. and do fancy con kai owen these are not been these are exclusives i have to say these are exclusives oh, right. they've not been officially announced kai, yet. i know the name kai owen yes he was in tortured in Hollyoaks. Um, of course again yes. had to cancel because of filming commitments last year uh, we've also got martin ballantyne who came to the first event he's uh, he was in harry potter and um one of the joker films mm-hmm. with batman we've also got that's just some of the celebrities. Obviously, these are early days. There might be a few more coming along yet. Uh, so tune in to the Fantasy Con pages on, online on the, in Facebook and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, we've got board gaming, which is being enhanced, because that seems to go down particularly well. Oh, I've got a friend of mine who's very, very into board games. Yeah, yes. we have chess, Monopoly, Snakes, anything that's a board game that's traditional. We have mm-hmm. an area where uh, we put it out as a in the first convention just to see just to fill up a space, really, and it went down so well that we bought it back and it got bigger and bigger. So that's being... Deb's bought loads of stuff for that now, so it's, it's going to be great fun. Uh, retro gaming from uh, last time. We've got PS4 game. It's a new thing. We haven't had that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Art came last time, and they, I found out they do a Build-A-Bear. So they're doing sand up and Build-A-Bear. Oh, so right, that's okay. going to be exciting, because I know building bears is particularly good fun. It is. Um, we got so obviously it's the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who, so my really? podcast, uh, the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast, has a little corner which is going to be slightly bigger, and we're going to have the TARDIS there. Uh, we're have, going to have cut, cardboard cutouts, props, and whatnot uh, in our special uh, Doctor Who zone, which we call the Lord of Time Mini Convention. So uh, oh. stay tuned on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the usual stage talks, entertainment, cosplay yep. competition, which is the highlight. Of the event and we'll have traders artists and writers yes, as well be don't know who yet but we will have them yeah you would indeed so where is it and when is it it's at uh, medina leisure center okay uh, up fairly road in newport uh, it's on the 21st of october which is a saturday uh, during half term as well so if okay. someone t- uh, uh, tells me uh, and it should start about uh, 10 a.m and finish around about 6 p.m okay and that's the big hall there is it's it, a I mean? big hall yes yes i know that one when yes. they use election counting and things yeah and uh, bridal events and uh, yeah. basketball and badminton as yeah, well so so generally so go in there well that should be good parking's not too bad up there yes that's much better than <laughs> this year's event yes uh, there lots and lots of parking and uh, it's a bit more and it's on, it's on the number nine bus route I have not caught a bus up there for many years. I'll go by what you say. The one that goes to ride. Yes. There should be a few going to ride, shouldn't there? Uh, There are. There's some going to be. Anyway, it's on on a main bus. It's on a main bus route. It's got a great big bus stop outside. And also, if you walk along the seafront, there's apparently a route to it via. You mean the river? The river side. The river side. (laughs) Very good. And. um, Yes, you can get up by the quay. Yes, you can. Quite a pleasant walk if the weather's not too bad. Well, fingers crossed it will be because it absolutely tipped it down this year. So it's. 
Medina Leisure Centre in October. Yep. Uh, what's the sort of entry fee? Have you decided that yet? Um, the entry fees are via the uh, website, uh, which is fantcon.net. I, off the top of my head, an adult is £15. Okay. We dropped it down by £2.50. Aren't we generous? Yeah. Um, the rest of the fees are fairly sort of around that sort of price. So you get a family ticket for £24 or something like that. So. And uh, it was well... well um, Attended last year, yeah. it was the same this year, or yeah. more. Yeah, it was well attended, and uh, especially considering how bad the weather was and the fact there was no parking there mm. either. So, um, yeah, it was it was really good, and we had, we've got a lot of fond memories from this year, apart from when, when I had a few clerical issues in regards to printing out uh, certain mm. things. But uh, I'm hoping I had to have a more relaxing <laughs> time I'm this sure year. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. There's loads of those offences. They come from the mainland as well. Don't they, yeah, we hope to get people from the mainland. Uh, we have had them. We had one bloke, Ron, who came from Australia to come to the event which was quite astounding I don't think he went away disappointed either well that's good mm. that's good to know well thank you I hope it goes well will you drop in a li- little close to time maybe a few yeah if you get the kettle on next time yeah, yeah that'd we'll be do, fine yeah. we'll, we'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we had a kettle we would uh, we'll, uh, you can update us on what's going on there absolutely yes. just give us the uh, it's on, fa- on Facebook isn't it Fantasy yeah, Con yeah if you uh, search Fantasy Con on Facebook you'll better find our page and there's the website which is fantasycon.com F-A-N-T-C-Con yes that's it thank you very much your support matters yeah it went on a bit though didn't it your support matters okay <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there we go. Can we uh, can we cut out the usual what we watched this week? Yeah, I haven't watched anything apart from. Um, I have I watched lots. Well, save it for I next. Did. You've watched not lots, did you say, um, Robert? I, yes. I, all I've watched this week really that sticks in the mind, apart from Clarkson's Farm, is um, uh, the, the spin-off from Death in Paradise, which is called Beyond Paradise. And and I'm, always saying, I'm always saying I didn't watch anything, and this time I did. Okay, well, yeah. keep it in the so keep it in the box. <laughs> pardon, pardon, Mary. I said so much for cutting it out. Then if no, people okay. are jumping up and down to say what they watched. What do you think? Well, I'm going to leave because it's your your um your section, Mary. I'm, I'm going to leave the the whether we do it or not over to you. She doesn't have to say what she watched, but I want to say what I watched. No, 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 no. no. It's up to Mary. I don't want to upset Mary. It's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go on then, uh, Kirby. Uh, I watched this little movie that uh, I've been trying to watch for a while. I finally found a way of doing it that everyone keeps talking about called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, so what did you think of it? It is fantastic. It is. Isn't um, Michelle... Darn, what's her surname? Yo. Yo. Isn't she? Uh, doesn't she light up the screen? Yes. She and also, is uh, wonderful. Also, uh, having uh, short round back was great. Who? Oh, yeah. Short round from Indiana Jones in the Temple. Oh, of that's Zim. right. Yeah. But what about how fantastic and wonderful was Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. Oh, yeah, I, the, she the whole was movie amazing. is just so so great. I've now watched it three times. Yeah, I love movies. It's very rare you get a movie like that makes you think and makes you engage with it. It's mm. absolutely wonderful film. Really. Well, I'm sure Robert. I'm sure you find a way. Of, of I will. Fun. Yes, I. It did not engage me. It didn't didn't huh? capture you, Mary. No, I found it. You know, like how can I say? It was like sensory overload, and it just yeah. made me tired to watch. I, it. I can. I can totally get that i i can understand yeah. why why people would think that as well so it's fine and the other thing the other thing i watched was a 
episode of a TV show called Who? The Mandalorian. Season three oh, don't talk about that. I haven't watched that yet, you naughty man. Just say you watched I it and we'll leave it at that. I, that's all I've said. I Good boy. I'm not going to spoil it yet. Good boy. Yep, was that I it? I found out that, that oh. Shirley Henderson does a voice, which I did not realize. What? Sir Shady? What? Shirley Henderson. Uh, uh, um, uh, Moni Myrtle. Oh, okay. Yes. She does an alien voice, and, and she was in Doctor Who once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I know she was in Doctor Who once. She was in yes. uh, the Elton episode. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Every time, every time my youngest daughter leaves uh, in the evening to go to work, <laughs> she we do this little uh, bye bye Elton. Oh goodness. <laughs> anyway, okay. That, um, that's it. Thank you. Um, well, like I say, I've watched. Um, uh, we watched, I should say, uh, the um, Beyond Paradise episode one. Uh, a friend of mine is in episode two, so looking forward to watching that just to just to, just capture it. Apparently, he says it's very fleeting, so I'm looking forward to capturing that one. Um, we've also watched Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway began or re no, it was a new series of that second episode was uh, yes, we watched that uh, over dinner yesterday. Always quite good fun. David Tennant was the uh, guest announcer on the first episode. Uh, by the way, he's an actor that was in Doctor Who. I probably don't realise that. Well, um, I don't know that. Yeah, I, thought just he's gonna, is, I heard that he's going to be the next Doctor. He is, he is the 14th Doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he, I told you he was in Doctor Who. Um, nothing. I didn't well, actually get my, didn't get my wish to uh, to get tickets for for uh, Basingstoke Comic Con, which, like I say, David Tennant is the Is that close to the Basingstoke, Basingstoke Roundabout? Stoke Roundabout? <laughs> yes. I <laughs> what you're on about. Um, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. It's uh, a Hitchhiker's reference. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, so that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, although Deb did say that if Millie Bobby Brown uh, became a uh, guest at any convention that was being listed in Great Britain, that we'd find the money somehow. Um, so I really hope I was really hoping to go to Basingstoke simply because of there being four umbrella, four umbrella <laughs> academy actors going to it. Um, one of which had been in Doctor, or two of which had been in Doctor, if you t- count Tom Hopper as well. How many of them um, are you related to? Beg your pardon. How many of them are you related to? Well, Second or third? Probably all of them, but I wouldn't be able to prove it. And the no, thing is, that, no, we're just if if. Uh, if Ben were on, he and I would be teasing you. I was I, genealogy is fun when you find connections. <laughs> when you don't find connections, it can be very confusing and, and irritating. Um, I've got ancestors that the Goldsmith family, and Uh-oh, they all I turned him on. No, no, don't be uh, no. You brought the, it up. <laughs> the gold, no, the Goldsmith family, who are, my, are Kent's ancestors, my mum's side, um, and I've been sort of tracing them for years, trying to see where they come from, and then. The other day, I discovered that uh, the Princess of Wales' mother is a goldsmith, and her, that her family come from Kent. Go, uh, oh, I thought, my God, there must be a connection somewhere. Could I find one? No, apart from the Kent. The Sorry, fact they come everyone. From Kent. I, I didn't so, mean to start this. Uh, just <laughs> just <laughs> very frustrating. Thank you, there Kirby. You yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I will, obviously, if I do find a connection, you'll be hearing all about it. Here on the Twenty Megabyte Podcast. Uh, I bet, oh yeah, all I've been watching really is um, there's been some really good crime um, series coming out uh, on ITVX. There's some um, 
as a series called uh, Social Media Murders or something like that. That's quite an engaging series. Um, and there was a series on Netflix, uh, oh, was it Meet Marry Murder or something like that. Um, you like your murder stuff. Don't I just you? I like find I like. I don't like watching murder dramas, apart from Death in Paradise. I don't like watching murder dramas. What I do like watching is how real detectives uh, solve real murders and then Mm -hmm. finding out how the horrible murderers, how their sentencing is. And the only disappointing thing I find while watching the British versions of these series, when I watch the American ones, yeah, you know, they find the murderers. The murderers either get death or they get life without parole plus 20 or 30 years. Or basically, it's overkill and perfectly correct sentencing mm. for murderers. Britain, mm. right? There's um, a bloke who groomed a, a, a young girl in Canada uh, for about four years. And then eventually she went over to live with him in Britain uh, and uh, he, he stabbed her to death. Uh, within about nine months of her coming to, to Britain. And in America, if that had happened, uh, life in prison without parole, possibly mm. death, depending on what you're stating. What, how long do you think he got? 21, uh, a life in prison with 21 years before he might be considered for parole. Oh, yeah. It makes absolutely no sense. You've got people who have actually done some brutal murders 15 years before they're considered yeah. for parole. Yeah, and they will get the... away the life, total yeah. life of someone else. Yeah. They will get they will get parole. They will most of these murderers will not will be released from prison and probably go on and do it again. I'm just totally against people of of like stalkers have gone round and and made someone's life hell, young person's life hell, and then just decide right if you can't have nobody can kill them and then they go to prison 15 years and come back out again possibly do it again. So that. I love well, the, the, the in reality in reality yeah. in American cities now it's that way it's that people are getting off without mm. even having to pay any bail yeah or even even people who've mowed several people down yeah. with their car and killed several they can of use them. the mental they're, health they're card out of jail and, yeah. and they're walking around and yeah. that, this is what's happening in America now they can use the mental health card or they can use the self-defense card and they can use well, try and use that in Britain but they don't have to use anything they're self-defense doesn't work if you've if you gone and sort of overkilled you know if you're depending yourself you, know, you just maybe lash out with an object and hit them just that's knock them out or something like that if it kills them that's self-defense but if you go and whack and whack and whack and whack and, yeah. and you know that's that's overkill isn't it so that for me is murder i'm sorry about you. yeah but, it is. It's, i totally agree but but they've been changing the laws over mm-hmm. here to uh, allow people to walk free after they've done you know murders or some pretty horrendous stuff yeah and they show the stuff all around the world it's not just us and, and britain um and it what gets me is when they've they've sort of had the chance to get these people put away and they don't or they do right. for about 10 years yeah, and they come yeah. out and do the same thing again um <laughs> say they've the first time they got put in prison for the 10 years they they've just been assaulting and knocking people out or mistreating them but then they go to prison they come out and because they don't want to go back to prison they murder them so they they don't consider the consequences of letting people with that mindset back out into society and it's it's the same all around the world but the the crime programs i find fascinating because i think these these detectives on in both um on all police forces get real you know bad press sometimes but the detectives do such an amazing job I'm, i'm totally in awe of what they do they have to deliver bad news to the families and they have to find they they they're really geared to finding these killers and they'll work round the clock 24 hours a day 
because they're that dedicated to their jobs to find killers for the families and get those people put in prison and stuff like that it, they, I just find them fascinating I think they're amazing and much more interesting than than um, yeah than the the, uh, the dramas even though some of the times the dramas are quite good so yes we've got a, um, a cinema trip coming up soon uh, called the Cineworld um, Unlimited Secret um, was it a secret uh, performance? I don't know. So basically, we don't know what we're going to see. It's a secret screening oh, of something. Um, so that's next Saturday. It'll be quite interesting yes. to see what we're going to What did you say? I said surprise. Yes, we don't know what it is, uh, but, but we're hoping it's something we want to watch. Last time that happened was a film called mm-hmm. Belfast. Um, all right, who hasn't said what they watched this week? Was it you, Kirby, or was it I you, haven't. Robert? I haven't. Go on then, Robert. Right. I watched the whole series of Tulsa King which was um, uh, Sylvester Stallone, and that was quite good. Very funny, mm-hmm. actually, even though it's a crime sort of thing. <laughs> you know, the mob. Um, <clears throat> Survivor, I like watching Survivor. Mainly the US, uh, the Australian version, mm-hmm. even though the US one started back up. Uh, the Rookie, which I always find good, very funny, and uh, well written. I did watch uh, Mando as well. Uh, Quantum Leap, I've been watching that. Is that the original series? No, this is the... Um, yeah, can't get hold the of the new series in Britain yet. Oh, Not available anywhere. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, The Last of Us. Now, I would rave about The Last of Us. It is so well written. Um, really, really... Sorry? I need to watch that. Yeah, it is so, so good, honestly. I... The writing of the third episode, every time I think of it, it uh, gets me emotional. It's just so well done. Um, I watched The Fablemans. Which oh, is yeah. Very, I saw that a few weeks ago. It's a good film, isn't it? Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. Especially the... Uh, I like the recreations of the home movies. I thought that was uh, well done. And you, you'd get you know, something I'm, out of that, Adam. Something that, um, that Steven Spielberg would have been quite good at doing, really. Doing those home movies. Oh, releasing them, you mean? No, creating them for that film. Oh, yeah, yeah, he would have enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would love to see the original ones. Do you know J.J. Uh, Abrams? When yeah, he, he did some Star Wars. Trek movies and he did some Star Wars movies as well, J.J. No, but I was going to say, oh. back in the late uh, 70s, he actually helped uh, Spielberg uh, arrange his home movies and sort them out and... Uh, make sure that they're all right, cataloging them and stuff. So uh, he would have seen them. I hope he does a part two. I know it's it's based on his life, but not actually his life. That makes sense. But I'd love well, that. Well, it stopped when he got into television, yeah, didn't it? So. Sort of. Don't no spoilers though, eh? Well, uh, yeah, I really really enjoyed <laughs> that. Though. And nine one one Lone Star. Uh, I find that quite good as well. Really enjoyed I, um, what's his name, Robert, isn't it? I have to now get into back into watching Picard because I've heard about Series 3 being really, really good. Ah, cool. um, yes, sorry. And I have to force myself to get back into that. It is excellent. This, this mm. season is really, really good. Yeah, it's really good. I, I need to uh, re-up my Paramount Plus then. Yes. Well, so it's available in Britain on Prime. Um, series two of Picard, which where I was watching, but all of it is on um, um, Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? So uh, yeah, last episode was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, all right, that'll do. Thank you, Robert. Yeah. Yes. Is that it? That's it. 
Well, Mary, I would play a little theme tune for you, but I yeah, feel that Mary, might... Mary, if you don't want to, you don't have to. But oh, I'd like it if I'm, you did. I can, save, I can save pretty quickly what I've been watching, because mostly it's been, you know, basketball. <laughs> and uh, now that it's spring training time in baseball, I've been watching, you know, spring training games in the afternoons when they, when they have... When the team has enough money to let their uh, game be uh, broadcast. So it's it's hit and miss, but yes, I've been watching spring training games. It's fun watching the new players come up that are hopefuls to be part of the teams. Um, in terms of big finish, I had just finished listening to the Ninth Doctor box set called Into ah. the Stars. Um, it's three stories, and uh, the first one is worth the whole box set because it's uh, it's the Doctor visiting a planet. That, it, or at least a, a a large community that is all Santarans, um, all of them being played by Dan Starkey, um, <laughs> and each one unique. That would have been a bit crazy. It's a wonderful story because the Doctor interferes with another um, group that wants to destroy the the planet or destroy the civilization of Santarans because, of course, they're evil, but. These people or these Santarans, for some reason, are good, and you don't know why they're good or why they changed, or if this is just a front that they're putting on, um, you know. And they're and once they rope the doctor in, believing that they're good, you know, are they going to suddenly turn mm-hmm. evil? You you don't know. It's a great story, and Dan Starkey should get an award for um, the wonderful job he does playing all the different um, mm-hmm. people in this. Um, society um the other two stories are okay you know they're good but they're not nearly the the wonderfulness of the first one um another um, big finish that i listened to is an old story one of their old monthlies called thicker than water and it brings together two of my most favorite people which is the sixth doctor and his big finish companion evelyn evelyn smythe evelyn smythe yeah it's a wonderful story and and I'd say heart rending because this is very close to when when um, Maggie, who plays yeah, Evelyn, died. was close to. Yeah, you know, she was becoming too sick to do the role anymore. Um, and so they kind of play on that in this. It's it's really a nice story. Um, started reading a Target book called The Space Pirates. Um, wow. Into it yet? But. Uh, by next week, I should have, be able to say what I'm saying. That's it. Yeah, I read Thank that you, a couple Mary. years ago. Uh, I'm just looking at my calendar now. Oh, I, I just finished a John Varley book that I've read about five or six times called uh, uh, Steel Beach, and I'm starting in on another John Varley book from, I think, 2008, might have been 2018, called Irontown Blues. Thank you. Uh, oh, I've been listening to Francis Benali's autobiography. I think that's really, really good. Um, really? Relevant to what you lot are talking about, but that's really good. Obviously, I've, I've, I've met Francis. He was he did the forward for um, my quiz book, Samsung quiz book. So it's quite nice to listen to his his life and uh, achievements. Um, and oh, what was the other thing? What's something else? I don't um, know. You haven't told us. I haven't no. told you what? Yet. You haven't told us what what the something else was. Yeah, I know. Because you can't remember it. Something else. Uh, uh, old age is an adventure. 
Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've been watching sports and <laughs> stuff, but uh, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, blast! Oh well, never mind. Um, uh, welcome to the club. <laughs> today, I think it's just have a, had quite a draining day. Right, next week I can't do the show because I'll be working MS quite late. So um, by the time I finish work, it'll be Bad come suspense, home. Sir. I'll be coming home and having dinner, and it'll just roll well past our normal recording time, and uh, so that I can't yeah, me, do it next week. Let me double check the calendar. So, the, so, yeah, you must have told us that before because I don't have anything down. Just saying, can't just confirming. Uh, the week after that is Mother's Day in the United Kingdom. That won't really have much effect on on the show unless you lot have Mother's Day at the same time. No, so no, our Mother's okay. Day happens in May, in the month of May. That's good then. Uh, now, course, we, we will, I will let everyone know uh, when we will be recording, uh, what the times are, because mm. there's already, you will already have changed time and we will have not. That's right. Uh, well, our clocks change on the 26th. Right. Uh, 26th. Yeah, they go, I think they go forward. The 19th, forwards. we will have changed and you will have not. True. I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm sure you'll get I'll it wrong. You I mean, know. you'll tell me. Um, yes. Just. It's always a good idea to just put what's the time in, you know, Isle of Wight. Yes. That's what you normally do, but <laughs> it didn't work I that do. time when it was at that convention. Um, yeah, so oh, that, please, I don't want to think about um, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening on Easter Sunday. I, I don't know. I think it's quite likely we're all going to be doing family stuff that evening. Um, and then uh, the 16th, we should be okay. I'm doing Heroes Con that when, day. When is Easter? I don't have it written down. It's the 9th of April. Okay. Now, I will likely not be on the 2nd of April because there's a silent movie. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. That's, uh... Well, you could still watch it. And do the podcast. Um... Yeah, with this with this last <laughs> silent movie, uh, my, my wife said, oh, I've invited uh, someone to come and, and watch with us. But I'm not telling you who. And uh, a few minutes after the movie started... Our uh, family doctor walks in and says, "What? <laughs> yes." <laughs> Which was funny. Yeah. So the sixteenth is Heroes Con, but I shall. I'll be. That won't affect our recording. Twenty third is fine. Thirtieth is fine. The seventh okay. is Mary's birthday, so I presume you're not going to be on, Mary. Eh? <laughs> Wait, it's your twenty-first. Love to be on. Well, we're Mary? we're getting too far ahead there. So oh, it's uh, also the day after the coronation. Again, that won't have effect on it because the coronation is on the sixth of May. But it won't have effect on it because um, the podcast will be the day after. It's, it's part of the coronation weekend, but the actual coronation itself is on the sixth. And the rest of it, apart from uh, I've got Basingstoke Comic Con on Madari, but I'm not going to be allowed to go. There's quite plain sailing all the way through, apart from the Isle of Festival in June, all the way through, and apart from the chance I'm probably not going to go, but the theatre train shows on the 9th of July, all the way through, all, for a long, long time, until uh, unless I get a wedding or something Until like that. we run out of uh, shows. Well, it's, 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 it's all open until the theatre train show in December, so it's going to be a lot... Uh, unless things get shoved into the calendar, a lot of weekends where well, we can season's gone on get a while. to the end of the Jodie Whittaker era, and I can stop Seriously. podcasting. Sorry, Kirby, I got that wrong. <laughs> to the end of what era? The Jodie Whittaker, all right, the, the Jodie oh. Whittaker era, stroke the beginning of the Shooty Gatwa era. Yeah. No, you missed the David Tennant era. 
Yeah. Second, David. Oh, Tennant. Second. Yeah, but he hasn't done any yet. But all right, yeah, Joe, David Tennant and Judy Gatwa. We'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there. Yes, Kirby, if you say so. <laughs> anyway, it's nice to have you back, Robert. I, I hope this is something to continue. If, if somebody can please, somebody on the show, help Debbie sort out her technical issues. Oh, sorry, oh. the dog's having another seizure. Sorry. Oh. Um, it's, yes, now, we can't do much about it. I did explain that last do... week. She didn't have any seizures last year, last week when I said about it. Now she's having them this, this week. Um, yeah, so what did you say, Kirby? Because of Debbie... Tell Debbie to try to connect using the uh, testing system first. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't get. I won't get to see her, but I'm just saying. If, if, if they, you can call. speak to her, darlings, on the uh, the the you know, the group the crew feed. So I think she needs a bit of help with that. And and uh, as far as your say, um, your question, Mary, um, is that she's very old and, and thin, and uh, she's just gradually coming to the end of her days and um she Don't has speak about debbie like that <laughs> uh she's it's part of her dying process that she will yeah, have these seizures i'm afraid yeah, they're not they don't last long but you know she just makes cries out and then she'll then she'll wake up my, and look, hmm, what's going on she doesn't even know she's doing it so it doesn't worry me because she doesn't seem to be at all traumatized but it's just she'll pass out have a seizure wake up and not know where she is for a few moments then goes back to sleep again (laughs) but she's been right for the last last few weeks but i I never had an animal that had seizures so i I didn't know why those were happening oh she's got a great big growth inside of her head which is untreatable no so he just bandaged (laughs) it up and but i think that might be part and part and parcel of it but she is also my my cat did that when she got so old though as well she's also she eats quite well and she's still got a bit of a the sense of humour and gets around, runs up steps to go to the toilet. She doesn't do anything like that indoors, touch wood. Um, but she doesn't matter how much she eats, and she takes hours eating. She hasn't got any teeth. Uh, but she's she's like a, a skeleton with fur on. She's so skinny. Um, oh, my gosh. And that's just part oh. and parcel of her being exceptionally. Yeah, that would yeah, be I... cancer, yeah. Cancer. I... Yeah, that mm. would be the cancer. Yeah. But, yeah, she, but she, on the, on oh, the whole, okay. she's, she's okay. You know, she's not... Moaning Sorry, about it, she's just old and slow, you know. But yeah, she's had this growth for a while, but she's uh, just sort of. Are we still recording? Down. Yeah. Yes, we are. Just as part, of, okay. we do we do um, infiltrate a real life events into this show, uh, just to sort of cheer people up, really. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. this isn't very cheerful. I'm sorry. Well, people have pets, don't they? People have loved ones, and people have to deal with cancers, whether it's yeah. in your in the family or whether it's. Uh, you know with your pets or whatever anyway so next time it won't be uh, next week like i say because i'm going to be working but the week after we should be back up and running and uh if i'm allowed to by she who must be obeyed where we will be finishing off we'll be finishing off this series of of, of wedding of river song is, that, is it a two-parter okay. no huh? so it's the last yeah. episode of this series of doctor who will finish off with the wedding of river song don't remember Correct. who she marries but We'll find out when we watch the episode, probably. So until then, thank you for persevering with the show. Goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. Bye.
Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who podcast alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended.